0: What should we cover for our three-year anniversary episode next month? I've got a pitch for you guys. You ready? How about the Bushwhackers jobbing out to Steve Urkel and Carl Winslow? For family <laughs> matters. Let's cover that episode. I'm all about that. That actually I, happened.
1: I <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. This is I, He's still presenting his uh, court case <laughs> here. <laughs> I'm going to follow up because I'm also in the TV realm, and it's um, Matt's T-shirt that he's so. It's so wonderfully worn tonight. It's lonesome, <laughs> lonesome dove. I sent this to him in the mail like what a year and a half ago or so. It had and to have been it, it's a beautiful shirt, but I would I would force us to watch Lonesome Dove at least one episode just just because it would be like pure torture for Matt seeing Brett do his thing on on the, <laughs> on the small screen.
2: Mike, what you got? I got lifestyles of the rich and Jameson. <laughs> ah. I all got right. vo- voice act a cartoon with Fred Ottman as the main character. Awesome! <laughs> and uh, read some Man Mountain Rock fan fiction. Oh, these these it. are these are all real things. Definitely. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For me,
3: we're going to do a deep dive into the failures of Mikey Workrate's fantasy football team. Ooh. Let's get started on the show. Welcome to the show. You continue to talk like you're talking right now. You'll be history on this program. Yeah, in a
1: cooler show. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> many <holes>. Yo,
0: Cozona!
1: This <laughs> <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> what you did,
0: Jack? Honey,
1: what right right focus?
2: Right
0: time, it. Uh,
1: and every
3: time I see the lady. Up. Let's go! I've got it under your skin. I'm ready for this episode
0: now. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to part two of Survivor Series 1993. This is the Extra Cooler Show. My name is Nick, otherwise known as Extra Cooler. This week. We've got them all. We we are the four doinks tonight. Uh, oh, that's
1: perfect. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much.
0: As usual, you can find us on Instagram at extra cooler and join us over on our Discord channel, which you can find in the show notes. Um, Matt, I I don't think you you said there's
3: no housekeeping from our episode last week, right? I did not have any, yet you teased me that uh, you apparently do, so lay it on me, brother. I do. So uh,
0: I guess I could have brought this up at any point, but we talked a lot about Bobby Heenan obviously being a highlight from uh, this pay-per-view. Turns out Bobby Brain Heenan gave his two-week notice the day of Survivor Series 1993 Um, He basically went over and jumped ship to WCW because he wanted health insurance for his family. WCW offered it in a deal. And apparently Heenan never went to Vince and gave him the chance to offer him health insurance because he didn't want to hear Vince say that he can't offer it to him, Wow, which is like, wow. And uh, that's like, we spoke about this is Heenan's uh, last appearance on WWF TV uh, as a, a broadcaster and uh,
1: he it goes out sense. with a bang, yeah. It makes sense he, he moves, he, now. You, in hindsight, now he seems so loose and like, yeah, we talked about him emptying the chamber or you know, emptying the tank last week or two weeks ago. And you can really get that, yeah. Sense.
3: You, you ain't can, kidding. Can you imagine like what was stewing inside of Vince the entire time? Yeah, and no, not, not that was not trying to bring in Stu Hart. Like, yeah. could you just imagine what Vince like? Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah. Oh, there's just right of all people there's right so much so much and like i don't know if it would have been like sadness or anger i'm sure he went through it all but that's yeah that's a wild story
2: and no, yeah, wonder, I mean, no wonder he went on like a string of yeah. these like random guys as yeah, announcers right. he, find the next bobby and when you think
0: about it too, like Heenan was with them for a while. I don't know the exact timeline, but it was forever. And Heenan was a staple in the the Hogan Andre feud. Yeah, you know, like that. He's a big guy. Like that doesn't get talked about enough, especially him the reason and Andre
1: did. turns. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you know, Vince loves those older generation of guys like Gorilla Monsoon, right? And probably Bobby. And it, it probably hurt him. I bet.
3: Yeah. I think you're right, but you can argue that the real feud with Hulkamania was Bobby Heenan and his entire family, oh, and whatever, whatever monster he brought to the table. And sure, Andre was was the biggest of the bunch, but King Kong Bundy, yeah, they were all Heenan family, Heenan. Yep. And he kept that shtick throughout his entire career, whether he was at WCW with Hogan or he was at WWF. It was all hands on deck yeah. taking out taking out Hogan It was awesome. Yeah, that's why he's it. the best. Love the continuation. Absolutely. So
0: we're going to we're going to pick things right back up. Again, we covered this part 1 of Survivor Series 1993 2 weeks ago. Um so we're back for the the second half of this pay-per-view. Um it takes place on uh, uh the Thanksgiving Eve which is the second to last year they do this. Uh, and where we're picking it up is Bobby and Vince are switching with the radio crew, which we spoke about, which is Gorilla Monsoon and Jim Ross. They, they flip-flop their positions.
2: Travesty uh, that it wasn't Bobby and Gorilla for right one last, one last time. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: They do they, have an altercation like in between the swap, which like makes you wonder <laughs> if they did that because they knew it was going to be their last time uh, on screen
1: together. Um, but yeah, yeah, they go for it too, right? I, I really love this like back and forth. I think there's so much fun, Gorilla and yeah, Bobby. Gorilla's calling Heenan a poor excuse for a human being, and he's like, <laughs> and he yeah. like waves him off, like he's not even worth it. I, yeah. I love, I love Gorilla's
2: and Then skincare. Heenan goes to like attack him from behind. Yes. Like, nope, no, I'm good. <laughs> and they both,
3: they both
1: have like the tinted glasses I on, love like. It. I love, I miss this like generation of people, yeah. you know, like the, the old timers. I'm gonna start bringing back the tinted glasses. And <laughs> Hell old, yeah! <laughs> I have a you you clothing.
3: I would imagine you already have a pair. No, not not yet, not yet. No, do That's you smart. go yellow
1: Christmas or Christmas you, is coming? The, blue. I like a blue, yellow, man. I like that blue. blue. Yeah, blue. All
3: right, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna
1: have to try the them on. I'll try. I'll try
3: out the colors. Okay. We'll see what, <laughs> right. see what
1: works. You can
0: get multiple match your different al- outfits. Of oh, now How you're thinking. You know, I like I like where
3: your head's at. And we so, have to uh, go talk to Mrs. Polo and see if uh, <laughs> we can get this moving for you.
1: Hey, that's Mrs. Del Bay, okay? <laughs> I'm gigolo Jimmy Del Bay this week. I, Jimmy Polo's dead, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the gigolo has
0: arrived. Before we get to that match, um, we, we get Todd Pettengill promoting MSG and uh, WrestleMania's return to the Garden for the uh, 10th anniversary. Love um, this. The
1: towers are there. Oh, my God. Uh, so nostalgic.
0: You get JR previewing the All Americans versus the Foreign Fanatics. He goes through the whole feud, which I think we can talk about when we we talk about that main event later. Um, But let's get to our first match of this part two, which is the Heavenly Bodies, Jimmy Del Rey, Gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey, and the Doctor of Style, Dr. Tom Pritchard, with Jim Cornette facing off against the Rock and roll Express, Ricky Morton, and Robert Gibson.
1: This is a tag team match for the Smoky Mountain. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the Rock and Roll Express. I thought that was like the Indigo girls coming off like a 45 minute set at the Lilith Fair. <laughs> I think this is before that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Check your time on there. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> all right. Cornette comes out, he he introduces, the, sorry, the Doctor of Desire, uh, not the Doctor of Style I said earlier, the Doctor of Desire, Tom Pritchard, and Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey, um, and then Tom Pritchard hop, hop, hops on the mic and introduces James E. Cornette, um, I absolutely I had was having flashbacks about how much I loathed this back in 1993. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, oh, I hated these guys. Oh, my god, everything about it. I was like, Who are these men that are entering? Like,
1: the, who are these old men who
2: are you know,
1: even back then? You knew you're like, You didn't, you're like, <laughs> you're like Wait a second, Gigolo, like this guy? Like, yeah, you've seen like uh, you know, the <laughs> ultimate warrior and these other, right. Like jacked monsters now. Wait, this is the guy like yeah, Jigglo, and I think he's got the sequined robe. Chalkline oh, should do that, yeah. I'll ask for it for Christmas. Hey, <laughs> my mom will be like, Hey, what do, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, can you get me the Jigglo, Jimmy Dell Ray, uh, chalkline robe? <laughs>
3: yes, yeah, robe.
1: Better be. damn right, better be. A, a yeah, oh, beard. it has to be a robe, it has to
0: Ch- be a chalkline. Better not take the lazy route out, <laughs> yeah. Get, get some more material in that jacket, get some more robes, yeah. <laughs> So the the Rock and Roll Express is the tag team champions. Uh, this is really bizarre that they were trying to integrate this into the card. You know, everything else on the card is all Survivor Series matches, and then you have this just like wedged in here,
1: right smack dab in the middle. And it's from another Ooh. planet. It looks from like a, from another wrestling planet. And like
2: oh, we easily. were not, we were
1: not having it back then. No,
0: Mac-
2: and why should we have it?
0: Yeah, we don't know who these guys are. Exactly.
3: The Boston crowd had no no doubt felt the same exact way as we were. Yes, right, Why right, would right. they
2: do this in a northeastern city like Boston too? They went completely dead.
3: Completely did, dead during
0: this. Did anybody speaking of jackets, did anybody notice how uh, uh Robert Gibson's <laughs> jacket looked like Repo Man's, like he borrowed Repo Man's <laughs> yeah. jacket? I turned it inside <laughs> out. Turned it
2: inside. Hey uh, out. Hey,
1: uh can I borrow your duster there, repo man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: as Just. long as we're uh we're talking uh designs and uniforms here what about the tights on the heavenly bodies looks like a cookie with a cape <laughs> <laughs> a cookie yeah.
0: with a cape
2: <laughs> what about uh jim
3: Cornette's yellow pants oh and God, them being yeah. pretty much see-through and uh yeah nice nice tidy whities there Cornette. Gross
1: he girl. wears offensively
3: bad clothing
1: and i i think i give him credit because i think that's the intent there but it's so hideous it is like
2: <laughs> he wears clothes yeah. what are you seen. doing polyester prince oh
1: yeah the polyester <laughs> prince it's aggressively bad and i do respect that though gorilla jim,
2: i think we
3: just found your halloween costume oh, for I'm 2024 jim Cornette, tennis racket and all gotta i used it. to call it's you jim, jim Cornette. Cornette. Yeah, I remember. I used to I call C3 me Rick Yellow Moranis. <laughs>
2: used to call me Rick Moranis. I used to call you Jim Cornette. Yeah, but yeah, one was a one was an insult there, and the other was <laughs> yeah, couldn't Compliment. have gone with Gigolo
0: Jimmy over yeah, there. Geez, right?
1: Come
0: on. <laughs> um, so, like Matt said, the crowd could care less. Gorilla and Jr. is a very strange combination that WWF fans were not used to. That like uh, face face. Yeah, you know it's uh. It, it just doesn't make sense um, at the time. But let's play the game that we love to play here. Did anybody do their homework of the ages of all four of these men? Did in this not, match, actually. Because oh, no. I got it. I got it. All right. Let's play this it this way. Tough. Let's play it this way. Who Who is the oldest man I, involved I in this match? I would bet I can't even
2: tell you which Rock and Roll Rock. Express guy is which. What? Like, well, it's oh, man. How dare no, oh, you? Man. Robert Gibson? One has a lazy eye. Which one is Gibson? The can <laughs> I tell a- the
0: brunette? Oh, I got a great – I got a great – before we go to the age, I got to take a, a break and tell my uh, Robert Gibson story. He's so, got a Robert Gibson story? Oh, it's great. It's going to get comfortable point. here. So uh, when we started – you know, Rock and Roll Express is in S.S. Oh, for yes, Suplex, of course. And um, they're in the old school page and it's actually one of the only pages that stayed the original page and i loved the way i drew these guys um and we had it ready to go we sent it to the publisher the publisher looked at this page (laughs) excuse me um and she asked she goes because like one of her big things and her critiques was changing the way that eyes looked at other people in it and so like that page has the tag team and a little kid so um, you've got Ricky Morton who's looking down at the kid and then you've got Robert Gibson and his lazy eye. so she goes you, oh, you yeah. need to fix the, the brunette guy's eye so to write back in the email things I never imagined well actually he's got a uh, wonky eye so I'm wonky, I, I, didn't
2: have- I, wonky.
0: I forget what I called it but she was like okay so uh, never mind that note
2: (laughs) i hope
3: you sent a picture over from like current day too we we did and i kept
0: it you're true to love to oh yeah oh yeah it's it's what makes him robert gibson so i feel Uh, like
3: it's subtle enough too, where like you if if you're not looking for it you probably won't notice it and then you're like oh all right yeah yeah. there it is it's right there it's kind of staring at me kind of (laughs) not
1: do you think robert gibson noticed or can he not like focus that much on one thing (laughs)
3: It looks perfect to him. He's like, (laughs) makes it correct. I love that all of the wrestling historians that listen to this podcast are going to be torching us.
0: (laughs) Let's go back to their ages. Okay, who do you think the oldest is? Gibson. Gibson's 35.
3: What? There's someone. I'm going to say Pritchard. Pritchard. I was going to go Ricky Morton. Uh,
0: Ricky Morton is 37. Okay. So who do you think the youngest is? Yeah, it's the Gigolo. The Gigolo is only 30 years old. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just turned 30.
1: Like, we. Can, can, I look at this guy. He's 30 yeah. years old. He looks Damn, like a, we look good, guys. Yeah, he looks like Chef a mechanic who's been like working for 20 years already.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. It's awful. It's
0: so incredibly bad. Only a.
2: Only, uh freshly turned 30 year old can move his body like that (laughs) that might be the highlight
0: of it right
2: jimmy delray
0: taunts robert gibson with some serious hip thrusts and then rubs his belly as if he's bastion booger (laughs) um, (laughs) greasing himself up for thanksgiving uh (laughs) so anyway let's talk about the ending of this gibson's pinning tom pritchard uh when Cornette tosses delray the tennis racket and he uses it to break up and reverse the pin we've got new smoky mountain tag team champions and uh let's just keep moving i'm I'm
2: a little
3: i'm a little (laughs) upset i'm a little upset and i'm flashing it on the screen for you guys that we did not talk about the greatest move in the history of wrestling the four-man row the boat is that a oh. submission hold? Is that a So essentially, let me paint the picture for you. Both of the teams are sitting facing each other, you know, partner facing partner, partner facing partner, and now the good guys have grabbed the bad guys legs and they are pulling them apart like and a wishbone, rocking yeah. back and forth in a wishbone kind of way, perfect way of explaining it. This thing is ridiculous. Looks like
0: something out of a dirty movie. <laughs>
3: Just it's, four yeah, little, Four hairy Midwestern men just with mullets. With yeah. mullets, rowing, rowing the bolt. A lot of rowing, tassels. Rowing, a lot pulling, of tassels. Pulling each other's legs. A, yeah, cookie,
1: a cookie with a, a cape, as Michael said.
0: <laughs> cans in the cooler. I give this match uh two cans in the cooler just for the hip thrusts.
1: Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> this I don't know if cans in the cooler. Like this is me like drinking a beer and like you like yeah oh, oh it's like ricky
3: morton's hairs in the beer like <laughs> going through the motions yeah. i i have to give it a little bit more credit than that i'm going 2.75 that's a lot uh, that's a lot here and the reason why is that it it actually had good action in it i felt it like it, it was it really it was did. probably the best match on the card if yes. we are talking pure wrestling work rate agree. standards Melzer agrees 3.25 he gave it yeah, he Ooh. gave it 3.25. Oh, uh, yeah. I but thought he that also... Was. Meltzer did also shit on the crowd for not really caring at all. And you can just... You hear, like, a murmur throughout the entire match, but it's not like people paying attention and talking about the match. It's like they're talking about what they're going to do after the show. And, yeah, this is... You know, uh,
0: here's my they're, favorite... They're, they're taking my, a piss. You know, they're taking a piss like here. Or? My favorite part about um, Meltzer and these kind of ratings and getting pissed at that... Meanwhile, we've got, like... WWF that's just coming off of the fact that they don't believe in a Hogan-Rick Flair feud because people not everybody's going to know who Ric Flair is, but then they're going to throw these jabronis on our screen. Perfect like
3: a, analogy. Who, who do you think the favor was for? Was it
2: Dr. Tom?
3: Was it Cornette? <laughs> no, they like, had a
0: deal with Cornette, I think. Yeah. Yes,
2: and that's where like all these guys, like men on a mission came from. And, and yeah, from also, like, guys the, like that.
1: This match, exact match, happened earlier in the year in mm-hmm. WCW. I read, and this is so that's like a rare thing that you know yeah. they these outside guys fought in these two federations yeah. who were you know in a war Ooh. at the time.
2: WCW is in the south usually, though. Yeah, where yeah. these guys are yeah, no. more well known. Yeah.
0: All right, so uh, let's talk about what's in everybody's cooler this week, the Extra Cooler Show, and what's in the cooler is brought to you by Sloop Brewing Company. Sloop Brewing is known for their hazy and golden IPAs like Juice Bomb and Super Soft. Be on the lookout for more coming from the Extra Cooler Show and our favorite brewery, Sloop. I don't have Sloop. I've got just tequila and Club, so oh, nice. I'll pass it along to someone else.
1: I have Sloop. I've got nice. the uh, Look Twice Head West West Coast Style Double IPA. Have you guys had this one? I have
3: not. I actually haven't even heard of it yet. Show me that. uh, It's
1: got like (laughs) the board
3: on there. It's pretty sick. The Sloop West Coast uh... IPA. Yeah, right? (laughs) Got that
1: Sloop cooler. Fresh Sloop. Got that Sloop cooler. Fresh Sloop.
3: The, the the West Coast IPA that they've done before is probably one of my favorite sloops ever. So I am gonna have to get my hands on that one. It's a nice change of pace from the New England IPA.
1: I like yeah, the West man. Coast too. It's this. It's eight percent. It's very tasty. Yeah. I highly recommend. Eight
3: percent. Eight eight's a heavy one, especially for sloop. I personally have something. I don't think I've ever brought a mixed drink to the show before. Well, so high, high I. Nice yeah, almost, almost. <laughs> uh, although if we get. Uh... That cardona on i will certainly make <laughs> a long island iced tea so if <laughs> if that's where we head and if you can pull it off i'm sure if anybody could it would be you then uh i will bring a long island iced tea and see how that goes over i'm sure i'll be called a mark and uh, we'll move on <laughs> but uh speaking of marks i'm a mark for metallica and i got to see them earlier in the year for the very first time in my life and uh they actually have a collaboration out with a whiskey company it's called blackened whiskey i got my hands on the rye version of this uh it's a double cast finish uh finished whiskey it's like a Kentucky style kind of like a Jack Daniel style but uh, I mixed it with some Arnold Palmer here so some iced tea and lemonade and it's uh I'm really enjoying it. So we'll see. Them. I'm about halfway through the glass it could get messy later but uh well, I think a lot of part. things I think a lot of things will get messy during this. So cheers
2: <laughs> cheers boys. Like the ring of the next match. I think <laughs> I got a boat session ale Thank Ooh. you uh, Matt from I love that one. when I when I uh, swapped uh, the anniversary beers with you guys it's uh yeah it's pretty good 4.2 percent session ale and uh, that's all I got to say about that
3: yeah the breweries from New Jersey they're really awesome um, carton so, brewing yep if you can find carton brewing anywhere near you they are definitely worth the pickup so uh cheers
0: awesome All right moving right along. I have a confession to make because I absolutely love everything about this next match we're going to cover from beginning to wow. end. And that's yes. rare for me when you talk about the uh, participants included in this match. And that match I'm talking about is Did a, the, did uh, a
1: brick fall on your head or
0: something? <laughs> the heel team of Bam Bam Bigelow, Bastion Booger, and the head shrinkers facing off against the four doinks. Uh, this is this is the best work that the Bushwhackers have ever done in WWF,
2: <laughs> you it's incredible. You're not wrong, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> so,
2: it's like sarcasm
1: just drenching my
2: laptop right now. So, so wait, so let's uh, let's. This is the best butch has ever looked. <laughs> just to recap,
0: so the match we get the highlights of Bam Bam being taunted by Doink on the big screen and um, Sparky.
3: <laughs> That's the best part, man. <laughs> him calling him Sparky and uh, Fire Brain or Flame Brain, Flame Brain. He him yeah, Flame Flame Brain. Brain. It, it's it's awesome. And it's this it's, is
0: Matt Born here, right? No, this no, is no, it's not, not Matt Bourne. Um, and in the this preview thing-
1: one in the previews. You know, I don't know. He was, he's gone within yeah. like a few weeks before this, so if this is yeah. You know, speculation about it.
0: So it's like picture that classic old superstars entrance from '93 era, and you've got that like jumbo screen of like TVs stacked on top of each yes. other. Is what it looks like. Um, and you've got you know one doink in one screen, and then he pulls up a se- second doink and a third doink and a fourth, I'm and it's all the same my person. My other
2: partner, doink. <laughs> it's it, it's
0: I find. <laughs> A great deal of entertainment out of it. Um, very sports entertained. But then we've got pure gold and probably our favorite memory from a Survivor series, I would guess. Um, yes. And it is one of the best backstage segments ever and definitely one of our most watched. It is uh, you got Bam Bam back there and he's got his team with a full on cooked turkey. You got the <laughs> head shrinkers and Bastion Booger going to town on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bam Bam the only one doing talking as they're like tearing this thing apart with Afa and Luna in the background. And Johnny Polo's you. back there too, right? And Johnny Polo's back there as well. It's so, a
3: team. Before so we go, people. before we go into this, and I know Mike has been waiting a long time. I guarantee you, that the second we started this podcast three years ago, this was on Mikey Workrate's list of things that we have to cover. So we are here. <laughs> this just match in particular. Yes. This promo like this, aside from anything yes. else, I guarantee this was number one on your list. And yeah. we are finally here almost three years later. So, uh, there
0: is, I, there is an episode though that we have, and I'm going to give you some housekeeping to do. There's an episode we covered and the graphic is of, uh, mabel doink or doink mabel's face (laughs) and we talk about survivor series and our favorite survivor series moment and i think i brought this to the table
1: yeah Yeah. yes hell yeah i'm on it that's a fun episode
0: so they are backstage with this goddamn turkey and first of all, anybody that knows turkey and if it's cooked properly, it's got some grease to it, man. Better. And these guys are, they, they look like they have fried this turkey. It is so greasy. <laughs> they are lathered up in like grease and <laughs> butter. Um, it, it's disgusting. But the best part is Afa. And anybody that knows wrestling, especially in the 90s, can picture, as I'm speaking about this right now, Afa choking on the turkey. But as I watched <laughs> it back, was that real? I don't know if he was actually choking on that
2: turkey. That's the biggest question of re- all of wrestling. <laughs> was Alpha ever choking? Yeah. That's for real. <laughs> oh my, yeah. All of wrestling. I, yeah, I back in the day, we
1: believed it as much. As we got the Montreal screw it, uh, job. <laughs> Sags getting champagne in his eyes at WrestleMania 7. But on, on upon further review, I don't know. I think he, I think he was just pl- doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. He's trying I, to
2: entertain I, us, I, folks. That's so a like, funny, I nonetheless. I feel like I'm saying this no like Santa me, Claus
3: right now. No, so I feel like I've seen Mike make this face like so many times. Like the the go to move <laughs> He's doing it right for- now. The go-to move for drunk Mikey work rate is to <laughs> pretend that he's choking on whatever and putting his hand like on yeah. his chest. Is doing, yeah.
0: He's got like turkey like
1: breast hanging out of his mouth oh, too, God.
0: as he's in doing his it. hair.
1: He has yeah. chunks in his hair. You should have oh. done that at your wedding, like gone up to give like a toast <laughs> and just go full alpha.
3: <laughs> Don't go full alpha. Rule number one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Never go falafel. I'm going falafel <laughs> off at Thanksgiving this year to
0: see, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the announce team has returned to Vince and Bobby the Brain Heenan, and uh, out comes Bam Bam and his team.
2: No, no, and, no. What you want to talk more? Talk about who's going to be superstar of the year? Oh,
1: I thought you were <laughs> going to talk about uh, Bam Bam asking for 100 doinks. <laughs>
2: yes, he does.
1: <laughs> yeah. let, let.
3: Let's let's,
2: doinks. A hundred doinks. (laughs) I'll take them all If
1: There were a hundred doinks. You'd get like Bruce Hart as doink and Stu Hart as doink. (laughs) That would be be something. Where's the ringling brothers Once came to town? (laughs) Uh, Dad, uh, you promised me you'd get me a bear claw after Survivor Series. Uh, Uh, Damn it, Bruce. uh, Don't (laughs) Don't (laughs) mean me. Oh, you, 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 you already got me all damp. Now, now, now I'm going to take my belt off and whip you later. Oh, no. I don't know if I can continue.
3: Well, I'll, I'll go off on a tangent for a second. Uh, episode 28, we reviewed a, an extra credit episode of Survivor Series where we wax poetic around the old <laughs> Thanksgiving tradition of Survivor Series, and you are correct. It is Mo, I think. No, I think it's Mabel. Mabel, Mabel is the cover. I don't
0: know, Oscar maybe.
3: Good buddy, Oscar. A good friend. We'll get to that. Uh, And uh, yeah, go check it out. I I will go (laughs) re-listen and uh, let you know if uh, Nick did in fact bring this memory to the table.
0: Can we talk about these guys coming down
3: the ring? <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Was, yes. Thanks, no, we're not.
2: As we can <laughs> be sure that um, none of Bam Bam's team is going to be superstar of the year. Yeah, let's, let, let's just them, let them do it. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, my goodness. The head shrinkers are something else. You can bet that none of those individuals are going to be superstar of the year. Well, you don't know now. Maybe. I would have voted
3: for the head shrinkers. I would have voted for bastion Hey, Booger's my pick.
1: The, uh, I beg your pardon? We're on the air. We're... I know it's a family show. I
3: know. I pick booger to win. He's right. my pick.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> wow!
0: So good. And the best is what you
1: don't see there is that when he says he says we're on the air. He goes I know. He waves at the camera. This so, <laughs> <He> <laughs> so show. Good. And like yeah. he just c- cursed like
0: f
3: bomb like on right. the show.
0: I'm <laughs> talking about picking your nose.
3: <laughs> oh my god! A <laughs> <laughs> Why I always yeah. heard that Vince doesn't like people sneezing. I what I imagine what it's like if somebody was to just go for a booger right from Oh in front god, of yeah. Oh, yeah, it's god.
0: disgusting. Ah, repugnant. They yeah. they <laughs> they're they're, they're, covered. they're out there. They're covered <laughs> in the turkey still. So at least you know that they are like they either just film that backstage promo or they're like attached to the gimmick of being savages.
3: They walk down the it's aisle tearing right. it yeah. apart still. No, I like... know.
0: And then why do the head shrinkers have bananas? Yeah. It's part I of the besides...
2: Thanksgiving meal, man.
0: You have bananas a... at Thanksgiving? Is that a
3: racist
2: Yeah, a, it's a meal? it's oh, a, we we don't a, don't a racist know trope there. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's find out who the four <laughs> doinks are and this is this is going to hit, man. This this is some good stuff right here. I absolutely still pop for the intros
2: me too man and
0: how it's like you get the clay i wish we had it i wish we had the audio <laughs> here of- we go <laughs> of the classic like uh doinks music play and then it goes right into the bushwhackers music bushwhacker doinks and you even Fink, oh. Fink
2: sells it like he doesn't know it. like yeah. coming oh, down the aisle it's it- so good
1: it almost makes you wish that there was like one tag team
2: and the two singles guys so you'd get it yes. one more
1: time you yes know? <laughs> yes <laughs> and and then holy shit
0: man doinks music hits again <laughs> and we go right into men on a mission and the crowd absolutely eats it up man oh, yeah. these guys Dude, were over
1: they they were so over
0: they love um, the
2: whoop there it is was popular so no oh, yeah
1: yeah that, that's the thing it's like the oscar is like he sucks Let I me mean, let's get rid yeah. of it here but he knows what he's so doing man you had to work the crowd you know I this
3: I thought the acclaims looked really
1: good in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> this made me actually look up the lyrics to "Whoop There It Is" because I'd always wondered. <laughs> I always thought, honestly, I swear, I thought to God, you knew. I I always thought it said "check it, check it's erect." Now let's begin. But it's <laughs> but it's actually. Check it to wreck it now, let's begin. I swear to God, I thought that was the (laughs) lyric for since sixth grade, third, fifth grade. I don't know. Uh A
3: little pervy Jim, huh? Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know.
1: I was like, oh, he's ready. I was like, oh, is this why my parents don't want me to to listen to the song? (laughs) No, it just sucks.
2: (laughs) We forget. We forget that uh, when the bushwhackers are coming down, Bobby goes, and that's the best they've ever looked. (laughs) And he's
0: he's right. Oh, he is right jameson um,
2: says uh i think it's my friend butch under there. <laughs> <laughs> the air. i love when though, heenan
3: is stumbling over calling them men on a mission doinks on a mission whatever they're called yeah
0: i think um <laughs> the crowd kind of seemed pissed that they didn't get real real Definitely. doink though like we want doing yes. chance um but I- I don't know the exact timeline of going from Matt Bourne to uh, I think his name is Ray Apollo. Um, yeah, and
2: I, this you know has always been the plan, though.
1: Real, real quick though, <clears throat> about the fans chanting right, like they're chanting "We want Donk." You got the Vince doing like the uncomfortable laugh. Oh yeah, but of course they're like pissed off because they had to sit through yeah. Bruce and Keith Hart, then they had to sit through a fucko mountain wrestling match, and now <laughs> this. <laughs> now this yeah exactly outside of the music once the music stops
0: it's like oh boy we're not gonna get doink
1: right
3: exactly Uh, i mean
1: from what i read though it's it is uh yeah exactly like and you kind of wanted to see doink yeah like you want there there was some intrigue about the four doinks but would that have jived with the the knights in the match before you know what i mean like right. this kind of makes more sense But like you said going back to it
0: you could have done like bushwhackers and a singles guy and Doink. And doink. it's
3: survivor yeah. series nobody cares it doesn't it doesn't have to make sense there is no storytelling when it comes here some of the yeah. stuff i've read yeah that, that's you a need, great you point need Doink.
0: you need doink in this match you need yeah actual doink. i do
3: it i completely agree and i I it's been years since I watched it, and I was like chatting, dotting, jotting my notes down. And I was like, and then doink music hits again, and then it never hit. (laughs) To go back to what you were saying about
1: Matt Borden, though, you were asking about that. Um, he's gone only like weeks before this, from what I read, just uh, you know, rumor and innuendo, as they say. Um, and like, I apparently, like, there was a plan on the table for doink, doink. Skinner doink yeah uh maybe like Brooklyn Brawler doink and then someone else like some other doink like and they were gonna do the like the Wrestlemania 9 kind of thing yeah wow which would have been interesting which would have been cool
0: yeah especially because like those guys are are uh like people like those guys yeah (laughs) like especially nowadays in in 2023 wrestling fans appreciate them um and it would have been cool to have seen what they could have done and
1: that's, that's what the they thing. also say like people even now treat ray apollo like a fake doink even though he right. was Doink for longer in yeah. wwf than matt born was it's interesting doink
0: is definitely like we, we could sit here and deep dive on doink like the the dark side of the ring is one of the best ones the the doing one just because like even though i feel like i knew a lot of that story it's just so interesting how over that character was and like how their hand was kind of forced to turn him face. Yeah. Um, do you, do
3: you, do you want to talk about the length of the Hasbro Doinks hair?
0: Is that something you want to talk about? I cut it. All right. I didn't <laughs> like it. It was too long
1: for me. That was the last Hasbro I ever got. You've always yeah. been a man of aesthetics. And like yeah. even back yeah. then, yeah. I remember saying you like clipped it with like these little like you know those baby scissors, you know, like the medical scissors? <laughs> no, like the nail scissors. The nail scissors, that. yes.
3: That's curved. Yeah. The blade curved. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it almost
1: exactly. re- it almost reminds you of like in the 40-year-old Virgin, he's like tinkering yes. those little toys, you know? He's <laughs> <laughs> they got the the microscope on it. <laughs> Strand by
2: strand. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll make you right, Doink.
3: Oh, man. We should film this that, young Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to do it in like Dark Side of the Ring style where it's just like a silhouette. <laughs> yes. <laughs> clipping.
0: Have my son do it, recreate the moment. Oh, yeah. this is. <laughs> this match is filled with just oh, like man. stupid humor and just like every guy on the heel team gets eliminated one by one by like. Just ridiculous, like, yeah, trickery. Great way to put it. Luke bites Booger on the cheek. The
3: wet bite, bite. it's wet bite. The the, the derriere, yeah, uh, what shots after that? Yeah, he leaves leaves a face paint mark on Bastion. Oh, it's face paint. I thought that was like saliva. I thought that was saliva. I was like, oh my
1: god, his mouth is so (laughs) wet. It's
3: red and blue and white, and there's like literally a face print of of Luke or Butcher. I don't even know who's in the ring. It's Luke. Can you imagine
0: after the match ended, being that person in the crowd who gets their head licked by Luke after that? Oh, my God. You just got Luke Bushwacker licked and and booger's cheek
3: one of Ugh. my favorite one of my favorite lines that i didn't pull because it's so quick but heenan is like what's that smell and finn's yeah. that's bastion Booger." <laughs> oh i thought it was just boston like he snuck <laughs> in yeah. the i thought it was just yeah. i thought it was just boston so quickly that it like was indiscernible for a second and i didn't pull it and it it, it was one of my favorites from the entire night We went to a house show at the county center back in White Plains back in the Booger days, if I remember
1: correctly. Mm -hmm. And one of the big things we were thinking about leading up was, Are we gonna smell Bash and Booger in our (laughs) seats? Like they really like played that up and we were like, Oh man, we're gonna smell disgusting.
0: What a disgusting human being. But Samu bites three (laughs) balloons, and the third is water. It, like, uh, you know, throws it And he gets rolled up. And he gets rolled up by Butch. He's eliminated. There's food inside the wrestling ring. Um, That's not something I want to see. That's especially, like, turkey and (laughs) bananas. Um, That's a weird (laughs) combo. The the tricks continue to eliminate Bam Bam's team. Uh, Luna's cover.
2: When when they eliminate Bastion, he's... Dancing like he's gonna do his move, he and he gets it on one of the bushwhackers, yes. and then he puts a banana in his mouth and he goes to do it again. <laughs> <Disgusting>. <laughs> Absolutely, That's a and then he misses. Nabel pulls him out. So yeah.
3: man, Luke, Luke gets hit with what's even his finishing move called? I
2: don't know. The the taint splash. But man, <laughs> he gets it's called the gets... trip to the bat game, actually. Oh my god. No, he it's gets... not. I swear, yes, it is. That's awesome. <laughs> that is
3: really good. Like, damn, <laughs> Luke, awesome. man, you came up with that? But Luke has a face full of taint. Like this is aggressive. <laughs> aggressive. How we just talked cropped. about
0: Bash and Booger's taint twice on this episode. <laughs>
3: That How much crotch point. is in this man's face? I feel... Oh, man. But, like, yeah, it's a super
1: slash Grundle slash And then he goes and licks someone's it. face after. <laughs> yeah. <Look>. Oh, man. <laughs>
3: I would like, maybe
0: now you is? guys will agree with me that they're droppers. So
3: they are uh, leaning towards that now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they were talking on the turnbuckle debate this past week on the turn- turnbuckle tavern side. And Nick, you were brought up because there was a story shared about how the bushwhackers went to the White House while. Uh, Bill Clinton was in office, and Tom, <laughs> our friend Tom, immediately throws in there. See, Nick, jobbers don't go to the White House.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to say they went. Bravo, as bravo. <laughs> makeup on everything.
1: Tom oh, said, that, would Tom said awesome. that. Tom said yeah, that. Yeah,
2: Tom threw a zinger right in there. Bravo, I'm gonna go, Tom. I'm going to go
1: drive. You. Yeah, I'm going to drive. Tom, if you see me tomorrow, I'm driving to your house right now. I'm going to come, knock <laughs> on your door, and shake your hand, and leave. All right. <laughs> Luna is covered
0: in Thanksgiving slop as the whole team of doinks lay on top of Bam Bam to pin him, uh, and then they celebrate in the middle of the ring.
1: Whoa, did you skip Moe scootering? Yeah, I think I did, sorry. So he's Hold trying down. to... I want, yeah, no. I was just gonna ask. I want you to call or instant message your old friend Oscar, who you did instant message back yes. in college. You got the whole Men on a mission story, I believe. But ask him. You could like bring him back we, and ask him the big questions, like if if Mo still has that balloon on a stick or if he learned a scooter finally, something like that. <laughs> if he ever stops smiling like a jackass, like he does hey, this if, entire match. If
2: we ever get to uh, interview Rikishi, I'm definitely asking about this match and. And Alpha choking, if it was real. <laughs> That's like, forget about like the big splash he did to Val Venus and every, all that other stuff. And Usa, yeah. was, I'm talking about Survivor Series 93, man. If you had a friggin' genie lamp, that would be your first wish.
3: <laughs> I did it for the rock.
0: <laughs> Doink on the big screen, calling out uh, uh, Bam Bam and Luna as they walk into the back. And, you know, just more stupid shit. <laughs> disappointing like i would have been now that i think about it if i was in the crowd i would have been pissed that we never saw actual doink in this match
2: come
3: on flame brain it's thanksgiving <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> yeah anyway i give this match five cans in the cooler
3: <laughs> yes i gave it five too this was <laughs> pure perfect, entertainment perfect 1993 it five is total, too, baby. It's total bullshit and yeah. Freaking hilarious! I'd give it six if I could.
1: It was the it was the best thing that we covered on this entire (laughs) card. Uh, Let's face it. You know what? I'm going to have to disagree. I'm not going to. There's not going to be shots tonight. You know, I, I, you know, I had a. You know, it's like a long day at work, right? You're dealing with all the BS that comes with work. You come home, you're making dinner. You got to take the garbage out, and then I got to treat myself to a Mo match, and like, you know. Thanksgiving's next week. Like and I'm, I'm <laughs> thankful that I did not have a seizure while I was like watching this in my in my spare time, uh, limited spare time, and watching Moe scooter <laughs> but, around. But come on, how good was it when it was like, yeah, like just the lead in. I like, do that. It's so
0: it's so good.
1: It takes me back. I think I watched it on Scramble Vision back in the day. I was like,
3: "Oh, <laughs> yeah." Can can I can I ask if you played that on Spotify on your phone? I did. Yes. Now he now has the Bushwhackers theme in his Spotify algorithm. You are screwed, young man. You are screwed.
0: <laughs> I think it was actually on my son's uh, playlist already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were yeah. gonna say it was,
1: it's on your jobber playlist along with all Matt's <laughs> emo bands. Oh. <laughs> all right moving right along we've got a
0: day we've, we've got a great <laughs> we've got a great main event lined up the all-americans facing oh, off the foreign you?
1: fanatics <laughs> oh man we flipped a switch on them
0: <laughs> so in all honesty to go back to things and it's in our graphic for this week's episode the poster or the 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 cover art for this is fantastic the the luger over the turkey that's dressed with the the yokozuna garb and it and then you've got the steiners and tatanka on there it's incredible how could you not be hyped for this to watch this on thanksgiving eve i remember watching it with my father Mm -hmm. but sorry
1: it's sickle. Uh,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Matt's, Matt's, <laughs> Matt, Matt's showing us his wallpaper on his phone. It is Lex Luger's constipated face wallpaper. right now
3: oh, yeah, from, totally from the uh, illustration. Uh, anytime yeah, yeah. I tap on it, it just goes, <laughs> uh, like Lex Luger likes to do. I'm sure my wife is hearing me through the floor making those noises. And I, I Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're recording the podcast.
0: So the match was supposed to be Tatanka, and uh, Tatanka was taken out by, by Yokozuna and Ludwig Borga. So then, I love it how, so
1: then, to retaliate, well, wait, wait, yeah. hold on. What they show the clips of this, right? And like, yes, Lex Luger shows up. What after like six bonsai eyes? Sp- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what a dick! Like bleeding out of his mouth. Like, yes, he eats his first loss because and the guy pins him with a pinky, and then Luger shows up. Yeah,
2: like, good friend.
1: Like a, like a. No
2: wonder they feuded six months later. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's he, he's like a bad like a Seinfeld character, you know, Luger. Like you know he's terrible because stans would be like luker's screwing me again (laughs) (laughs) he's just an asshole
0: so then they come out and uh like on superstars i think it is lex and steiners introduce their new partner we get the undertaker out there um and 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 he's got that iconic jacket which we we have a clip about this right the introduction of sure do i i
3: i i don't know how he fits into this team and there's you were talking about visuals before and i know i that's valley bro I'm oh i know how he boarding. fits
0: in i know how, I'll, I'll get there at the end
3: i was fast forward um fast forwarding slightly but when you get to the gear of the th- of this team in the ring there's stars and stripes for luger for the steiner brothers and then you have the all black and gray undertaker and let's just we'll just listen to it
0: freedom ring
1: and let these foreign fanatics rest in peace shocking this was shocking yes yes the color you know the color right
0: so that's i think going to what you're saying with the gear his matching attribute was the jacket the inside of the jacket being the american flag but the story that pritchard tells is that his dog ate the jacket so he didn't even bring it to survivor series with him
3: mm, sounds like a, an old story there yeah like terry funk taking
0: care yeah, of the horses was... <laughs> yeah <Exactly. laughs> uh, but but again at the same time what would you have done like put like uh socks on the undertaker like stars and stripes like it would have been a weird give him, look to have give him a
1: bandana you know yeah no but we'll, ah, we'll talk american about we'll talk more like, about this. yeah it's, it's funny bad. how american badass is you know I mean, it's not that far off really no
0: i apologize in advance i've had to mute myself multiple times and clear my throat so if that comes through on the microphone
1: there you have it is that what happens when you praise a bushwhackers match <laughs> feel like, like, your
3: he's, stomach feeling, is... he's feeling ill he's feeling yeah, ill yeah. boy
1: so
0: so uh undertaker <laughs> replaces him so then this is the best part, right? The other team is um who do we have? Yokozuna uh and you've got Ludwig Borgo who is supposedly this big bad heel and then you've got the Quebecers who are like the big heel tag yeah. team, right? So then to retaliate, right? The the All-Americans, they're going to go after Pierre. Like <laughs> let's go after the heart and soul of this team,
1: Pierre. Like what? Really? He's not even the mounty, he's not even the mounty yeah. on the team. Yeah,
0: like you're not even going after one of the big names. you they went after your big name and undefeated Tatanka. Yeah, Borga would have been the guy to go after, right? Yes. Like that's the equivalent, right? Like, go after or, his guy, or, gonna, or the mounty at least. The Mountie. Yeah. Not Pierre, who was like so such an afterthought. But anyway, so they go after Pierre, Pierre is eliminated, and then Crush is interjected. And if you ask me. That foursome is pretty badass. Like Ludwig Borga is obviously a joke, but like when you think back to what <laughs> they were trying to do with Borga, you got Yokozuna, you got uh, Crush, Freshly Becker, Turned Jock Crush. Is a Freshly real, Turned yes, Crush. because yes. yes. he's not jobbered out yet. Like he's you know. right. He and then you got Jock, who is like such a incredible prick, and, <laughs> and and then Borga, who's like built up as this huge heel. Like I don't know. It works. The foursome yeah. works. Yeah, uh, I agree. But um, we're not the Mounties. We we do hear some of that. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, we get a long-winded Jim Cornette promo. Uh, at, well, he the drops a just, Funk
2: and Wagnalls reference. Yeah,
0: I don't what, know if you caught
2: that. <laughs> and I, I,
0: I caught it, all right. But it's literally just all the heels staring right into the camera, including Jimmy Polo, uh, as – the Mountie bounces around back and forth <laughs> and Jim Cornette's just going on for what
1: feels like an he eternity. He always does this. He always you, does this.
3: You have to give credit to the cameraman in this scenario. There are eight guys on this screen and one of them is Yokozuna and he's still able to make a, you know, a semblance out of art. Like, uh, and he's able to get the shot that he needs with these massive men in their screen. Yeah, you're right. Pressure. He, oh, moves it, he moves
1: it, he moves it around and it, to use to steal on a nicks ferret words you see borgas lip quivering like <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's great i love it so we get uh borga out first with his awful music but he is heel heel music um then we get we're not the mounties which is still one of my favorites um you get Jacques
2: with
0: with, with 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 polo um and uh, Jacques is fresh the out of ten and that's sued
2: them that's why
0: Yeah. Jacques is like, is burnt to a crisp. Um, He's so incredibly tan. Yokozuna's music hits for a few seconds, and then (laughs) out comes Crush.
3: So strange. And then Crush Uh,
0: walks silently down to the ring. Yeah, he walks silently (laughs) down to the ring. And uh, and there's another
3: reason. Another reason that Vince must be losing his mind yeah, tonight yeah. thinking about Heenan. And now this the production errors.
0: Like, Next up, you get Yoko Cornet and Fuji. Um, and the best part is Yoko is fresh off his visit, his visit uh, with Fuji to the Conan O'Brien show. I actually right. watched this. I don't know if anybody actually took the time to watch this. I should have sent you guys the clip. It's actually kind of entertaining. It's he like is. early days of Conan. Um and it's all, it's all Fuji. Yoko doesn't say anything, but um, we get, we get the the faces out next.
3: Um, the match is really just not a good match. No, That's, this is, this is exactly what you come to expect with a survivor series match. We talked yes. about it on, on the, on the part one of this about how we are grading it on a survivor series scale. Like this yes. is the prime example of why that scale is necessary. Yeah, and this this
1: would even come in low on that scale. I yeah, say, like, this yeah. is just like eh. <laughs> yeah. it is. It's a shame because there are some good guys in this. Like, obviously, yeah. Steiner Brothers, Undertaker, Luger can take or leave, but you know. You know the most interesting thing that I think
0: I found from this match. Well, then you got Crush is involved and Macho Man gets himself yes. involved. And the smoking which, guns. Thank that's what I was gonna say. Thank God the smoking guns were there to uh, retain <laughs> Just Macho of Man. <laughs> part. No, I think <laughs> yeah. both were there.
3: So, so, the so to set up this up. To set this up even further, you know, we have Crush and Macho Man in this blood feud. And while Crush is in the ring, Macho Man just, you hear the crowd start to, like, get up, right? And then all of a sudden you just see Macho Man trying to sprint down to the ring, completely out of control, Macho Man style. And you have Crush paying attention to him, but you have the WWE officials trying to stop him in the aisle, which included Bart Gunn? I, yeah. In an Ico pro shirt. Yeah. Which I, <laughs> I respected that at least. And jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Why, 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 the, why is, Mark Gunn? Why are they so invested in stopping him?
1: I don't understand. I don't know. Like, man. let him go. Let him go. Even Bobby says I important. Let him go.
3: You have I to keep it. the integrity of the match. Uh. <laughs>
1: the weirdest part of
0: this match is that you basically, like, Undertaker just stands on the apron for the entire match until the mm-hmm. very end. Mm-hmm. Um, all these guys get eliminated. Ludwig Borga has like this ugly spot with, with Rick Steiner, uh, and an attempted crossbody. Um, and Borga looks like he's supposed to catch him. Borga botches the move, then he pins Rick, eliminates him from the match. He like rolls out. They, I don't know if he's actually hurt it, it, or it if he's looks selling
3: like, it. It looked like he was actually hurt because during the pin, he's like trying to reach down and grab his left mm-hmm. knee. And then he rolls out to the outside and it looks like there's a pause in the match. Like these guys don't know what to do. Of course, his brother's going to check out outside the, the consummate professional Lex Luger, of course uh, doesn't know really what to do either. So he just jumps outside Luger. the ring and then you, yeah. And then you have Earl Hepner, who's the referee. He's running back and forth, running around. He's obviously relaying what the hell is going on to not only uh, the good guy team, but the bad guy team as well, and like it, it's a it's a cluster f right now. Oh, one
0: hundred percent. Trying
3: to figure out what the hell is going on, and uh, man, it was a discernible stop in the match where they had to figure shit out before they yeah. kept moving.
0: Is it Yoko, any surprise? Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say how Yoko uh, leg drops uh, his brother and eliminates Scott. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, oh, well, the right before that, uh, Scott goes for a Frankenstein.er on Yokozuna, <laughs> ill advised.
1: <laughs>
0: what do you think is gonna
1: happen,
2: Scott? <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, it's not, like not physically possible, but, but this is got Steiner though. So, this is what
0: we <laughs> spoke about in part one like Survivor Series matches, just being wait. This match goes almost 30 minutes, and to me, watching this back, the match was extremely boring. It's so, it was her, so
1: hyped up, too. Oh like, my
0: god. Undertaker doesn't get involved till the very end. And That's then the best, best one part, it, too, I yes. think, by I mean, him Yokozuna, right? Yeah. Yes. The, the most eye opening part of this match to me is it's almost like when Vince booked it or had someone book it is when he realized Lex wasn't his guy. Yeah. Because, because you literally see how Undertaker was not involved in the storyline at all. Undertaker then gets involved like with minimal time leading up to the event gets involved and now all of a sudden Undertaker is feuding with the champion in yokozuna and Luger is left to deal with with Borga so well, it's like that to me that's the most interesting part is like it feels like this is the moment that Vince McMahon realized Lex Luger was not going to be their guy
1: I like that I think that's good
0: and, and
3: they Undertaker and Borga
2: and they had nothing for Lex anymore Undertaker
3: yeah. gets a massive pop like when oh, he gets the hot tag, so. He, it, the crowd absolutely explodes. Yoko hits him with the belly. Well, first of all, he, he immediately comes in with that undertaker speed, right? When he's like that slow plotting and then all of a sudden like bat out of hell, he's just in fast forward. He comes out on that level. He catches a belly to belly undertaker sits up, catches a uh, leg drop. And then he drags him into the corner for the bonsai drop, and Heenan uh, he,
2: is flipping out this entire time that a Taker's like doing <laughs> moves.
3: Oh my god! <laughs> but I could you imagine trying to time it properly where you sit up and you miss? The oh bonsai my god. drop? It was,
0: it was so perfect the timing.
3: Could you Dude, imagine that's a, that's a tight like yes! angle there, right? Like he nails it. That man. Out. But imagine what could have gone wrong oh, if God. he just gets oh yeah, so much. Ha- even he catches him half-
1: yeah halfway yeah. like he oh yeah, some
3: brutal. I was like, I knew what was going to happen, but still watching it gave me agita. Like, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah, aren't so
1: aren't you so thankful? This being Thanksgiving and all, that Undertaker <laughs> did swap in for Tatanka because this match blows oh. if they're, oh, yeah. if those guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Undert- the- yeah, he changes this match and like yes, that which is you know we've uh, said it a million times. Not huge Undertaker guys, especially back then. And ninety three Undertaker is not you know WrestleMania no. twenty five Undertaker. He goes on and, to get killed. Yes, I, don't know. I speak for and,
3: yourself, Jim. I was a big Undertaker guy at this. I point. know,
1: and, and but we are also dealing with ninety three Yoko, who is peak Yoko. Yes, he might be going the other way at this point, but he can still go. And this is late in the match when he's going with yep. the Undertaker, and it looks really good
2: yeah I, I hated the undertaker too this might be the first time in my young life when i was like really rooting for the undertaker yeah, for sure i agree completely um so soul
0: survivors are what is it luger luger and, and taker yeah those no two just, gets, luger. Taker, just luger taker oh taker gets count counted out, out. Counted
2: out yeah. with yoko yeah, yeah. he gets double slam the names, with yoko. they slam each other on the steps taker like is not affected at all. Yokozuna is terrified. (laughs) Now, can you believe, though, that a pay-per-view
1: ended with Lex Luger going against Ludwig Borger? That's Uh, bad. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> that's all like i said that's when vince was
0: like you know what you're Here right you go. You, I... you're you're here's your way out here's it because what happened with lou after?
1: well to be he, fair he is in the main event at WrestleMania. Yes, or is. at least sort of he's yeah. in a you know and he wins yes. sort of he well, rumble he's yeah. always sort of like yeah but he, vince definitely
0: was like no he no, can no, never no.
1: go he no. can never quite
0: Get yeah. over the hump with rightfully Luger. so, yeah. Like, Luger man, sucks. he just in WWF, he was awful. I, I cannot attest to his WCW early run. This, um, this they card want to, starts, to be the new Hogan,
2: yeah, no, but yeah,
1: uh, not, think, not quite. And think about it, this card starts with Lex and his family, like in a <laughs> yeah. debacle for the ages, ends with Lex and Borga. He yeah, this is Santa, right,
3: seen yes, Have you ever seen a worse uh, leapfrog than Lex Luger trying to get over Ludwig Borga? (laughs) It is. It's like step to the side, but oh shit, I should still sell this as a leapfrog. And he kind of puts one leg over the top of him and then hits him with the uh, the hardware store forearm, as uh, Bobby Heenan would like to say.
0: So rather than more
3: steel than Amtrak.
0: So rather than giving cans in the cooler for this individual match, Let's backtrack and give cans in the cooler to this entire pay-per-view of Survivor Series 1993. And I'm going to let one of you guys go first.
1: I'll start. I'm going to give, I'd give this match the same overall score that I give the entire card. And that's a 1.5.
3: <laughs>
1: it sucks. Ooh. This card sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> like this certainly is bad does. It is bad. The best thing about it is the cover art and uh, the ice For, buds. Yeah.
3: The ice buds. <laughs> I uh I am going with two cans in the cooler and it's mostly because of Heenan for if Fair. we're talking the entire card he deserves that by himself for the performance that he puts on understanding that it's the last one um and then also just the the sheer sports entertainment that we had during the the Doink's match uh, that that was enough to give it two cans in the cooler the nostalgia feel definitely
2: outweighs the actual card. Yes. itself. That's fair.
0: Mike, what about you?
2: Yeah, I gave it actually, I wrote down two and a quarter cans in my notes. Uh, you know, it's, you got that nostalgia feel. And if I was going to go back and watch this, not for the podcast, I would probably just, you know, go to the spots that I like, maybe watch the doink match. <laughs> maybe like the part where taker gets into the match and the, and the foreign fanatics match. and uh, Little Marty Jannetty, you know. You're only watching happens. the
1: turkey part. Admit it. It's yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me. So.
3: I can share what Meltzer wrote about it too. So actually most of the wrestling was fine with the exception of the match played for laughs. Nothing was that bad, but when it was over, there was nothing on the show that days later was memorable. And I think that's a good way of kind of wrapping it up. Uh, He continues on by saying the best description is it reminded me of a bad Mexican show, which had long matches, few good workers, but somehow the good workers didn't do much either. (laughs) <laughs> what a weird thing to say that's great seriously <laughs> yeah
0: growing up this would be the pay-per-view that you would have been like i i feel like the smoky mountain tag team match kind of derails a lot of interest especially as a what 10 year old kid 11 year old kid watching yeah. this yeah. um but i i'm right there with you guys i had it as like just under two cans in the cooler like i i cracked that second beer and i'm I can't finish it. I just can't finish it. It's piss warm. So, 1.75 for me. Uh I I can't give it to There's some nostalgia things watching it back, but it's just it, it's a shitty pay-per-view.
1: Just yeah. think of what the fans sit really through live in the Boston Oh my god. In the Boston Garden, which is like one of the few visits to the Boston Garden I read.
3: This is this is the very first wow WWF pay-per-view at the Boston Garden. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and, they get, uh, and
1: they get the heart, they get Bruce Hart and Keith Hart and <laughs> they get Smokey Mountain Then they get the uh, the doink mash and then they get a, a Luger board board, <laughs> whatever the hell his name is. You, like, forget it's about Piss hell. Break, man. Someone could have made like gone to the bathroom, made like a Bruce Hart sized dookie in the toilet and they're and, like, <laughs> miss the entire card. You might you'd be like, whatever. I, I missed have that. some okay. beefaroni while
2: you're out there. Have some
1: beefaroni. <laughs> There's, there's, oh,
0: nothing, there is nothing from this pay-per-view that holds any sort of historical-like yeah. relevance in, in yeah. the WWF world at all. You're totally right. Except the, the Heenan the, factoid, probably. Yes, yeah. That's not the, true. Oh, The again? artwork is the, the best Owen part Hart, of it. Okay, you're right. I apologize. Yes, Owen Hart and Brett. But the whole match that you...
1: You have to get through just to true. get to that, and yeah. it doesn't
0: even tell a story until the very end of that. Very match. true. And that match is
1: kneecapped to start because of the Lawler stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like you Absolutely. can maybe the, maybe the Doink thing is true on that match. Like I, that's, right, the, the car is dealing with some stuff.
3: We we glossed over the fact that Lex Luger is allowed to celebrate in the ring by himself for sure. about 0.5 seconds, and then all of a sudden you just hear jingle bells start playing. And Mike said <laughs> it, but. Good old Santa Claus is Fancy. coming down to the ring and Lex Luger and Santa is what you see uh as snow is falling from the sky there is <laughs> snow Inside in the, the arena. arena while Heenan goes what's yes. this the worst case of dandruff I've ever seen <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's like uh, baby powder a little Yeah, yeah. it's
0: like, like just over like the two of them too it's not yeah. even like covering the whole wrestling well,
3: ring it's 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 a thing the Times are hold. tight to <laughs> the whole. Lex is probably ready
1: to like leave his family for Santa Claus at that point. Oh, <laughs> Santa, you saved me! Let's go. <laughs> Take me to the North Pole, please. <laughs> All
0: right, uh, man. We've got some fun stuff, like we said. Uh, but before we talk about that, Matt, you you've got uh, your top three stories, right?
3: Let's do it. <laughs> are back with the weekly extra credit quick hitter this week and it is time to take a trip around the wrestling world with our top stories from the week at the extra cooler top three let's start with some honorable mention logan paul fresh off of his win from uh winning the u.s title is off to an amazing start as he's going to a ufc fight and he is bringing the u.s title with him holds up his phone and it says shout out Dominic Mysterio. How beautiful is this? This is so good. This is exactly why you put the title on this man. And I am fully here for it. Win, lose or draw. This dude is, is doing good things. Let's dive right into story. Number three, drew McIntyre turns heel, potentially joins the judgment day. Question mark. They show on the way out of raw last night, we had, Drew shaking hands with Rhea Ripley and ultimately causing Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes the tag team titles. Uh, after Raw goes off the air, Cody Rhodes gets on the microphone and says that Jay and I have friends too. This has to mean that we get an answer to this on next Monday, that we find out who this friend is because there is no way in hell that they are going into Chicago with a mystery partner because there's only one mystery partner that would uh, actually suffice in the crowd in Chicago. Otherwise, whomever it is, even if it's Randy Orton, is going to get shit on. So I'm interested to see what they do with that next week. Story number two this week, damage control expands Asuka and Kyrie Sane join damage control and puts Bailey's power to be questioned. I uh, really love this storytelling. It opens up a ton for where this angle could go and inevitably it feels like we will be getting a women's war games match with that as well. Opening another question mark around who would be the final member on the good guy women's side. And then story number one, real quick hitter this week. We have full gear this Saturday. We currently have nine matches booked, uh, which means that we'll probably get six or seven more when Dynamite is over on Wednesday. But I have been thinking... This devil thing is coming around, and I don't want to fully dive in, but I do want to put it out in the ethos. I put it into the Discord channel because I started seeing rumblings around it, but I had a long trip by myself in the car this week thinking about wrestling because I'm a super nerd and that's what I do. What happens if tiny Tony Khan is the devil? What happens? I think that you can book this in a way, and Nick is getting ready to shit all over me, just like the Discord channel did, too. Yeah, you're but, scaring people on Discord, and you're scaring them over the,
1: the pod waves like this. That's not yeah, like a notification, you have
0: lost 25 followers. <laughs> oh, man. You have so, lost 50 followers. No, That's good. Can I you, love Matt
1: booking. Let's go, go.
3: I, I sit here, and I think about how you can have the devil get involved on Saturday, where we have not necessarily getting involved in the match and costing him the match, but you can have the cronies going out and picking off each one of the, the, uh, the bullet club gold guys. So it's just a Jay white versus MJF. at The end of the day, clean win. Then we go all the way through with the devil proving that he is not this guy. He is not that guy. We get all the way to world's end, which is happening on December 30th. We're at the very end of 2023, getting ready to go into the, the bidding war of 2024 and None other than Tony Khan costs MJF, the title, at world's end. He takes the mask off as the devil, and he is just protecting his company. Sure, it's got a little, it was me, Austin, it was me all along to it. and Maybe that's where my brain is headed, but I think there's a way that you can book this, and you can book Wardlow as his heavy, as his muscle, and Wardlow ultimately being the one that is putting the final blow into MJF, costing him the title. I went in on this on the turnbuckle debate this week. I went even deeper. So if you want more check out there, I'm sure I will be proven wrong on Saturday. And then next week when we have a huge extra credit episode, as we will break down full gear and we will preview survivor series headed into next weekend. So there's a lot to talk about, but I needed to get it out of my system and I got it out of my system. So (laughs) boys, thanks for listening to the stupid fantasy booking corner this week and uh for all you listening at home jump into the discord tell me how much of a fed brain idiot i am and we can go from there
1: they'll tell us that because we just praised a doink smash too <laughs> yeah <laughs>
3: all right <laughs> that that's a whole nother thing but uh yeah, cheers very, boys. Nick, cheers,
0: cheers thank you uh and uh wow I have so much to say, but I'm going to save it for next week. Uh, (laughs) So so like Matt said, next week, we've got an extra credit episode. We're going to cover uh, the AEW event and uh, preview the upcoming, uh, what do they call it? PLEs these days. Um, uh, Survivor series. And, uh, Matt's on the debate show. Don't forget to check that out. Uh, you always hold it down and, and represent us well there. Uh, we've got a cage match we're covering in December. We've mm. got our three-year anniversary as well. As usual, we've got some holiday cheer coming down the pipeline. Um, it's it's my favorite time, man. It, this time of year reminds me of us starting this show um, three years ago, and it's the best, man. It's the
3: best. So anyway, so when you talk holiday cheer, do you mean?
1: Well, that man right there.
3: (laughs) As I'm
0: staring at Virgil in his face mask. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I am talking about one too many.
3: Ho, 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 ho. (laughs) I added a fourth one. One too many.
0: Cheers, guys. I will see you next week. Don't forget to uh, follow, rate, review, subscribe. Tell all of your friends about the Extra Cooler show available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I I do want to say, like Bob Barker would say, uh, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. (laughs) And and trim your doink's hair. (laughs) I would
3: have voted for the head shrinkers. I would have voted for Bastion. Hey,
1: Booger's my pick. The, uh, I beg your pardon? We're Uh, on the air. I know. It's a family show. I know. I pick Booger to win. He's my pick.